being an expert on general automotive knowledge, what would the correct ignition timing be on a 1955 Bel Air Chevrolet with a 327 cubic inch engine and a full barrel carburetor? It is a trick question. Watch this. Because Chevy didn't make a 327 in 55. The 327 didn't come out till 62. And it wasn't offered in the Bel Air with a four barrel carb till 64. However, in 1964, the correct ignition timing would be four degrees before top dead center. Get ready for another hour of Drive Radio, brought to you by Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. Got a question for the experts? Then give them a call, 303-477-5600. Now it's time to pop the hood and get our hands dirty. Drive Radio on KLZ 560, The Source. All right, we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Somebody actually, before we get to Ann, sent me an article that I did not see in, in 9 News this week. Uh, actually, just yesterday. I missed this yesterday. Driver pleads guilty in hit-and-run crash on I-25 that killed a Texas woman. The victim had gotten out of a rideshare vehicle, walked onto the highway where she was truck, where she was struck, by the way, by an individual that sort of sideswiped her and then went on and didn't stop, and that's the person that ended up getting 90 days in jail and two years probation, which I don't agree with, by the way. I'll explain why. The second driver then hit this woman and killed her. That car did stop. Now, should the first person have stopped? Yes, by all means. But he was probably, in his defense, scared, didn't know what happened. This is 12.30 a.m. This person is drunk, wandering around the middle of the road. She had thrown up in the front seat, you know, into the front seat of a rideshare vehicle. The rideshare person then pulled over. She then gets mad, gets out of the vehicle, starts wandering around the road, and gets hit and killed. Now... Frankly, I think the rideshare driver shares some responsibility here because, why? again, I go back to what I said a moment ago. Why are you pulling over in the first place? I know she just threw up. Go to the next exit, knucklehead, and get off the road if you're going to do that. But don't pull off. I mean, and by the way, this was up like at 144th where there is like exit after exit after exit all within just a few miles of each other. You could have easily driven to the next exit and then then pulled off and dealt with the throw up in the front seat and your drunks that are in the back seat, and all of that. I also, again, should the person that have struck her initially stopped? Yes. Did they make a mistake in not stopping? Yes. Does it constitute 90 days in jail? Absolutely, positively not, and as far as I'm concerned, absolutely wrong on our legal system to do that. I'm not giving this person a pass by any means, but that's not the way these things should work. I put line two on hold for you guys as well. Ann in Denver, you are next. Go ahead. Hey, I had uh, two things. Um, first of all, I want to ask about the easy caller that you just talked to, um, and then I want to go on to my sure, topic that I wanted to. Okay. So what I heard him say, and maybe this is not what he said, was that basically when his oil was gone in his car, in the EV, it fell apart faster than a, than a regular non-EV car. Is that true or no? No. Well, this was not an oh. EV. This is a Prius. Yeah, this is a Prius. So it's got... It, it has an engine, and it's got a... A gas engine. It's got battery. a battery as well, but oh. it's, it still yeah. has a regular gas propulsion engine, yeah. like any car does. Yeah. Okay, thanks for clarifying, because sure. I, so no I difference don't want there. an EV. Okay. Yeah. Um, but what I'm calling about is about motorcycles. Um, I had an expert 30-year-old friend just have his funeral on Wednesday because he was hit on Riverdale Road Mm. at about 10 o'clock at night, and he's an expert driver, okay? So um, I I was wondering if there's a way 
I, I, it just seems like odd that I talked to five people. I was talking to young people because there were at least 300 people at this funeral. This guy was, would give his right arm to you for mm. helping you to do anything. But anyway, something happened on Riverdale Road, and, and there are no witnesses. And I've talked to five people, and they say they knew either one or two other people that happened the same way. So it's kind of like, well, don't go out either alone or don't go out in the dark, because in a narrow road, a windy road, um, it's dangerous, especially for the motorcycles. What do you know about that? Yeah, well, especially at night, I mean... Did, was it a single vehicle accident? Do you know? Yeah, or? well, it, he was he was driving on his motorcycle alone, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and it, and uh, they um, hug the center line and maybe go over it sure. on the other side for the drivers, yeah. not thinking anybody's there. Yeah. And then they they hit him, and then there's no witness because they don't want to go to jail, and they leave, and 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 they're dead. Right. And, and it's and I've talked to so many people. It was like. Well, this is too odd. Don't people know that it's too dangerous to drive that late at night or something? I mean, that's not even late. You know, it's just dark. Yeah, and I mean, was there a wildlife that ran out in front? I mean, there's a lot of things, and it's a windy road and things like that, I take it. so Most haunted road in our area, Anne, according to something I read this last week. Not that I believe any of that nonsense, (laughs) but that's what I read. Maybe it was a ghost. Well, uh, you know, and I mean, you just hear things. I mean... I've had friends on motorcycles that, you know, have hit wildlife and, and not even on the road. Right. I mean, on the trails. Right. We've come close to, you know, hitting bear, hitting deer, right. you know, you know, even smaller animals. And the problem with know. that in that area, because I know that area very well, you know, it could have been, like Ken just said, let's say an animal came out and did that. Yeah. You, that if the animal's not completely, you know, maimed, dead, whatever, it will run off. You'll never find it, and they'll right. never know anything about what happened. Or corrective action in a turn. Correct. You know, something like Even that. Even if you he didn't hit down. the animal. Animal, just right, maneuvering exactly. around it. Yeah. I mean, you just don't know. Those yeah. are the things that nobody knows. Yeah. Well, yeah. I appreciate yeah. your your mentioning that because I never thought of that. Yeah. But I just think it's too dangerous. I wish the young people. He had his whole life ahead of him. He had his own business. Yeah. Everything was set, and then he's gone. Yeah. It's no, an inherent risk on okay. any any it time is. you drive. And, it you is. Know, and then, you know, it's fun at night. It's nice. It's. I mean, motorcycles are fun, but you know, I. Yeah, it's, I it's just urge one, people to really be careful with their right. Yeah, no, no, exactly. no. You are one hundred percent on that. It's not their fault. No, right. Okay. That's okay. it. No, good okay. one. No, and yeah. that's and by the way, reminder that there's a lot of motorcycles still out that right. will not end for probably another oh, just you know, several right. weeks until it gets cool enough. They're not riding anymore. Yes, right. you need to be very, very attentive to those vehicles that you know, those motorcycles especially yeah. that. Or around you, and you guys that are riding, yeah, you got to be, ex- you know, you just well, have to be so defensive, right? Exactly, and and you know, and here in Colorado, it's it's really twelve month season, really on it motorcycles. Is. People I come mean, out in the wintertime all the yeah, time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if it's if it's forty degrees, it's still doable, yeah. but I mean, it's not yep. as comfortable. But, yep, but yeah, they're Agreed. still out. So, Paul and Lafayette, you're next. Hey, good morning. Um, just a quick question. I have a 2004 Sequoia, and I wanted to. Uh, Add some transmission fluid. I, I didn't know if you recommend the the Toyota brand or um, they don't make their own. So as long as it's compatible with that transmission, you can run any brand you oh, want. Yeah, the T4 I believe is what that probably calls for. Uh, the TIV uh, and oh. what's that? Sorry. Say again. What was that? I believe brand? that calls for the. It just says the Toyota brand, like 
it's a T dash, you know, IV, which is T4 basically is what I call it oh, anyway. T4. Yeah. T4. Yeah. And I think that even says that on the dipstick. Yeah, think, exactly. Right? And yeah. the, the Valvoline Max Life is, you know, is compatible with that. And Dexron 6, I believe, is compatible with that also. Oh, Dexron 6. Okay. But, okay. I, you know, you need to make sure. And I just make yeah. sure that it says that on the bottle. That, and I know the Max Life, it says the T4 is compatible with the Max Life. Okay. But, the, but Toyota so doesn't Max, make its own fluid, right, so exactly. you don't have any issues. Oh, yeah. oh okay. Okay. I mean, yeah. So Max Life is a, what brand is that again? That's Valvoline. That's Valvoline. Mm-hmm. Valvoline. Okay. Yeah. Thank, all right. Thank you, guys. I appreciate your time. No, you're very welcome, welcome. Paul. Appreciate that. And a lot of text messages that came in today, by the way, and I appreciate that. Anything else you've got, we'll answer those best we can. Uh, Again, 307-200-8222 is the text line. You can also call us directly, 303-477-5600. Had a text message, too, that came in from somebody asking about tires for 21-1500 Ram for this winter. Said they like the... BFG KOs, which I like that tire as well, although, and this particular person says the same thing, you'll find reviews and such, and my own personal experience is the balance on those BFGs is very, how should I say this, Ken? Uh, They're not always the easiest to keep in balance. That's my biggest problem and why I, even as a shop some, you know, 10, 15 years ago went away from BFGs even in my shop is because you couldn't balance them and or guarantee the balance on them. And I don't know why that is. They shouldn't be that, shouldn't be, excuse me, shouldn't be that big of a deal. Should be able to balance those out very easily. So this particular texter said, looked at Toyos, but they have bad reviews for wet roads. I don't know why that's the case. As a fleet operator, we've run Toyos for years. I run them all year long. You know, they're on my fleet trucks. We run through Anything you can imagine all year long, including plowing snow and so on, we have zero issues with it. I mean, I don't know. Some of these reviews, I mean, I guess if you're, which you shouldn't be anyways, but if it's raining out and you're in your 21 Ram and you're taking a corner faster than you should and it's not biting like you think it should and now it gets a bad review for the tire, <laughs> is that the tire, the driver, right. the car, the exactly. conditions? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering at times, where right. do these reviews come from? Right, Ken? three inches of rain on the highway and you're doing 70 miles an hour, they can't watershed that. So, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, Yeah, I'm yeah. confused I mean, at times where, where some, and I always take reviews. This is just, by the way, we should talk about this for a moment because this applies, I think, to everything, sure. including restaurants. Literally, everything, including restaurants. Watch what you're reading when it comes to reviews. Sure. Because reviews and, you know, reviews, make sure I say this right. Reviews can be and always are biased. Okay, so let me, let me make sure I explain that. You go to a really nice restaurant. It's five-star plus. You had a really great experience, but, you know, maybe it wasn't as great as what it could have been. Are you really going to give it a bad review given you just went to probably one of the most expensive restaurants you may actually ever go to? And if you really like that particular restaurant or the chain or whatever, you may or may not leave a bad review. Same can happen when it comes to tires. You may have just been a BFG guy your entire life. And no matter what, you're going to give it a good review, period, no matter what, just because that's your bias. You could also have a bias against them. I do. Because back in the day, I can't tell you how many of those I ate and warrantied mm-hmm. that cost me money when it was all said and done. So do I have a bias against them? Yes, I have a bias. And it's not for 
the BFG KOs, even though I still have a set and I still run them on my plow truck and it's not a bad tire, but is it my tire of choice? No, it is not. Am I going to throw it under the bus? No, I'm just being very honest with you. Point being on reviews. All of them have a certain amount of bias because that's what we as individuals do. We discriminate as much as the world doesn't want us to. We discriminate daily by the choices that we make and the biases that we have, Mm -hmm. especially when it comes to products. We have it when we buy a new vehicle or a used vehicle. We have it when we buy the oil for said vehicle or the fuel for said vehicle. And I can go down the line, folks. And my point is this. You have to really read hard on the reviews and what they're saying and what, in this case, what were the conditions of these Toyos getting a bad review for being on a wet surface? I, I don't know. Yeah, right. I'd have to read the review itself to see exactly what's being stated. All I can tell you is from personal experience, I run them on my own personal vehicles, and I run them all year long, and I do on my fleet vehicles, and we have zero issues. So I don't know at times where some of these good or bad reviews come from because, in my opinion, each one of them needs to be taken with a little grain of salt because there's bias there. Consistent, Did I say that right? Yeah, and especially with reviews, consistency. I mean, if if you've got 500 Good reviews point. and you've got, you know, a 4.5 or whatever, and all the, you know... Usually you're going to read the bad reviews. Right. I mean, you know, the good reviews, I mean, you'll, you'll see a few of those. But the bad reviews, if they're consistent with, you know, stating the same the thing. The same bad thing. You, then, right. Then exactly. you may have something. Then there might be something going right. on there. But you know, And I say yeah. might because keep in mind, people can also gang up with friends and relatives and so on. True. So yeah. even with that, you've got to also yeah. read, you know, what's going on. Where is this person coming from? Where did the yeah. review come from? Are they all in the same area? I mean, you yeah. kind of get a feel for what's really going on there. And right. is it somebody just trying to bash a product or are these legitimate product reviews? Yeah. Again, I, and I'm also one where if somebody leaves a one star, I'm not reading that review. Right. There's very, very, very few one star products out there. Yeah. So if somebody left a one star, there's some vendetta that that person has on that on that particular product, well, and I'm probably not reading it either. Right. Well, so uh, my uh, my son-in-law works for a bank, and he had a customer come in, and and he dealt with him personally. You know, it was right. you know no big issue. You know, just talking and stuff. And the customer left a bad review, like a three-star or something like that. So anything under a four-star, they have to contact. Well, he left a bad review because the bank has too many promotional products that they hand out. You know, I mean, it's like, really? So ignore them. Yeah, right. Choose to ignore. that, that... Review is not even that review has not, nothing to do it, it, with there's no validity customer service. There. No, yeah, right, no validity exactly. There. So yeah. to your point, yeah. you've got to really read between yeah. the lines exactly. on a lot of these things. So yeah. all right, we'll be right back. Lines open three zero three four seven seven five six zero zero. Talk a little bit more about that and even some of the forums and things as well because I've got a few things to to give you some advice on as far as that goes as well. We'll come right back. Drive Radio KLZ five sixty. Gino's Auto Service is promoting a smooth ride with special savings on struts. Your struts play a big part in the handling of your vehicle and the comfort in your ride. This month, purchase two Napa Quick Struts and earn a $50 prepaid Visa card. Purchase four Napa Quick Struts and you'll receive a $150 prepaid Visa card. Updating and replacing struts are important to the structure holding your tires, the brakes, and steering system. Geno's is celebrating 40 years in business, serving Colorado families in Littleton. We back up our work with Napa's nationwide 36-month, 36,000 miles peace of mind warranty. 
To make your life simpler, Geno's offers loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick up when ready. We're AAA approved and located at Bowles and Platte Canyon. We invite you to check out all our Google reviews. Enjoy a smooth ride and get either a $50 or $150 prepaid Visa card with a new strut purchase. Give us a call or go online to schedule an appointment. That's Geno's with a J. Visit us online at genosautoservice.com. Your next oil change could change the life of your vehicle forever. If you think that's a tall order, maybe you've been getting the wrong oil change. A BG Performance Oil Change BG. comes with a lifetime of engine and fuel system coverage and something else, peace of mind. Where do you find it? Find a shop in your neighborhood at BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. Because an oil change that offers a lifetime of peace of mind is a change worth making. BG. Here's why you need personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh on your side. He understands the way the jury thinks. In the context of a personal injury case, you've been hurt by someone else's negligence. The idea is that you're going to try to recover so that you can get back to where you were just prior to that incident occurring. What that really means from a jurist perspective is that you're going to be asking them to award you money. So when we talk about fairness, we're talking about six people that you don't know. Those six people view the evidence and make a unanimous decision that will decide what the fair value is. When you're the one who's hurt, you have a good idea of what you think it's worth. The question is, can you persuade those other individuals whom you don't know and were witnesses to believe that's what the case is worth? Kevin Flesh understands the way the jury thinks. Call now for a free consultation, 303-806-8886. Flesh and Beck Law. They get results. Never know how! You're here. We're here. Isn't it about time we met? Our Napa Auto Care Center would like to introduce you to our top quality vehicle maintenance and repairs, nationwide warranty, and service you can trust. And yes, there's something in it for you. Stop by our Napa Auto Care Center for your special welcome kit. It has the information you need to get to know us. Plus, welcome specials to save you money from the very start. Visit NapaOnline.com. Napa know how! Have you been thinking about a new pair of glasses? Maybe some prescription sunglasses. We'll look no further than Stack Optical. Since 1968, yes, you heard me right. Since 1968, Stack Optical has been providing the most comprehensive quality ocular care for their patients. This family-owned business is proud to be one of the few optical offices that has their own on-site eyeglass production and eyeglass repair studio. Stack Optical, located at 2233 South Monaco Parkway, features the most extensive lines of eyeglass frames, sunglasses, and contact lenses to ensure that you love your appearance and experience superior comfort. Our comprehensive eye exams proactively diagnose eye conditions and diseases while providing the most accurate vision care. We welcome you to experience a lifetime of superior ocular care from doctors that are devoted to your eye health. Call now for your $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. At Stack Optical, you'll see the difference. All right, we are back. Myself, Ken Rackley, Toon Tech Automotive out here in Aurora. Fred in Wyoming, you're next. You know, it's interesting, gents. You talk about collecting statistics uh, for, for surveys. And it, what I found is a couple of things from talking to people and, and myself being in business. 
a lot of times there are factors that are never even considered. Yeah. Um, and, and the first one is the kind of people that are going to leave a review are either elated or they're related to you uh, or, or they had, didn't have a great experience. Right. Um, there's not a lot of middle ground. There's not a lot of in-between people that are willing to take the survey and had a good meal, like the way the tires performed on the truck, what have you. True. The other thing that's never considered is the application of the individual's own judgment. They could put tires that are completely inappropriate to a vehicle yep. or its task yep. uh, and then be miserable with them and blame Very true. You know, the tire. But same, same can happen, Fred, even with the vehicle itself sometimes. Sometimes people will yep. leave a bad review for a particular vehicle, item, whatever, but they never bought. You, you, how should I say this? They didn't buy what they should have bought in the first place, and now they're mad at yeah. said product. Yeah, my, my half-ton truck won't tow my 60,000-pound trailer. Correct. Or, yeah. or my, you know, my 14-foot overhead camper. You're right. <laughs> and it's interesting because you guys are talking to some people about specs for oil and transmission fluid. You know, men my age, early 60s, um, and back in the day, maybe it's because there were fewer transmissions or engines or whatever out there. But you'd ask a guy, you know, what transmission fluid is your, is your uh, truck use or whatever, they could spit it out of the top of their head from right. four different brands. Oh, it's, you know, right. Merck on this or whatever. <laughs> right. But, it, but it's, it's interesting that our knowledge is so little, and then we still make consumer purchases and decide to rant and rave about them, mm. knowing that the knowledge base appears, at least in my judgment, to be shrinking rap- that, uh, rapidly. I can't argue yeah. with that. Right. At all. all. right, Jim, thanks a lot. Yeah. Have a great day. Great show. Fred, I appreciate it, by the way. And he just, by the way, everything he just said on reviews, I fit into that same category. Well, I review products rarely. Yeah. And I told Ken during the break, if I have a problem with someone, restaurant, whatever, I'll typically contact somebody there first, email, text, whatever, before even putting anything out public to see how are things going to get handled. And Nine times out of ten, you can get pretty much handled whatever you need to by doing it that way and not you know, trying to go out and ruin the reputation of some business where they just may have had an off day. Because, by the way, we all have them. Sure. Yeah, every exactly. every product, every person, nobody's perfect. The products aren't, and I want—I yeah. guess because I've been in the retail world for so long myself, I want to give somebody that chance first. And to, to the point a moment ago, you really have to look at the situation. And that's the one thing about reviews you don't know is – what all went into that review in the first place? Charlie was saying during the break as well when it comes to Amazon, for example, and I'm the same way. I will not read any review from somebody that's not a verified purchaser. Yeah. If you didn't, if you didn't buy it, I don't want to hear from you. Yeah. I mean, right. I don't want to know. Yeah. Because honestly, you, your opinion doesn't matter to me because you don't own the product anyway. <laughs> right. So, exactly. uh, Lisa, you're next. Go ahead. Um, yes, I have a 2009 Chrysler 300, and... I thought it was a key fob because I would get out of the vehicle and then the hazard lights would flash and then it would sound like it's unlocking and locking. But when I looked at the lock, the lock wasn't moving at all. It just made the noise. Um, and then the other day when I was driving on the highway, it just completely shut off. Um, like, so I what, don't know. The, it's like the engine? I mean, the vehicle itself shut off? Yeah, the vehicle itself shut off. Huh. So I hit a bump. A pothole, not a large one, but I did hit a pothole, and it just completely shut off. So, of course, I had to merge to the side to put it in park and start it again, and it did that twice. And the other issue with the lights, hazard lights flashing in the locks, that's happened like four times. So I don't know if it's the key fob, the ignition switch, or 
Yeah, or, right, exactly. Yeah, there's a lot of things that could cause that. But both times it was after you hit kind of a bump or something jarring in the road? No, the first time was the bump. The second time I was just pulling into my drive, and it just shut, it shut off. Okay. Yeah. Hard. The other thing I noticed, too, is when I put the key in to start it, it just clicks back and shuts off by itself. Okay. I mean, there, yeah, there's so many things that can. And this, cause this has that. the. Make sure I remember this correctly, Lisa. Does this have the? Not really a key, but the fob is the key, and you push plastic. it into. Yeah, it's kind of. A, it's not really a key, but it's just the plastic in you push in and turn into the, into the ignition yes. switch. Okay. Yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. Yeah. Those those were prone for having bad ignition switches. Yeah. Uh, same with the trucks, the three hundreds, whatever. They were all kind of prone for that. I would. If it were me and it was mine, I'd put an ignition switch in it first before I did anything else. Yeah. Okay. Just because I know the history of what goes on with those. Right. The locking thing, that's I don't a little think weird. is related to that. I think that's a fob issue. Yeah. And, yeah, it could be a fob issue. Well, yeah. I mean, I, and I, the, what I was going to say and add to is I think in your case, I'd put a switch and a new fob program together is what I would do next and see what happens. Yeah. Okay. And do you have any referrals? You're in Commerce City. Uh, don't have anybody super close to you. Ken, Ken's the closest to you out in, in Aurora, probably. Do you do? you Can you do that for her? I think so. On an 09? 09, I think so. Okay. Yeah, I think we could probably do that, yeah. And then we, we'd want to check the modules and stuff like that, Correct. see if there's any error codes and things like that. But, yeah, definitely. Okay, perfect. Okay. Okay. All right, thank you. You're very welcome, thank Lisa. You. I appreciate that. And for everybody else listening, that's unique to those vehicles. I, I don't want to just, you know, anybody else out with a similar problem saying that's what, no, it, that's just a known problem on that particular, I, and I'll just be straight up honest, Ken, I don't know why they ever used that funky system. It was the goofiest well, thing ever. Yeah, exactly. It was a halfway between a push button system and, you know, keyless. Right. Well, and, it was like halfway between. Well, and, and they developed the push button and off the same system. I, I mean, you still use the I same know. thing. And I don't get yeah, it. Yeah, it was just weird. It was a the weird. Security. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, the whole in betweenness there oh, was just right. strange. And yeah. I had pickup trucks of my own in my own fleet that we had similar issues with. That's why I yeah. kind of went that direction because we had same problems. Yeah, exactly. Just a weird, you know, a weird, mm-hmm. w- a weird way of doing it's probably the best way for me to say yeah. that. Steve, yeah. you're next. Good morning, gents. How you doing? Good. Good. Quick little sidebar I forgot to mention before. But you've got a lot of people listening that like to climb 14ers and stuff, as yes. I like to used to do. Yes. So if, if Pike's Peak were a novel, what would the title be? If Pike's Peak were a novel, what would it be? Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I... Climb and Punishment. Climb and climb Punishment. punishment. Uh, okay. If, if, sure. if you've ever done it, you're not going to go dancing afterwards. True. <laughs> And there's not hey, much air, especially for the lowlanders. Yeah, right. Yeah, on the subject of uh, tires, I've always gotten pretty good reviews from Car and Driver. Uh, one time I was uh, getting I had getting rid of some run-out Pirellis, and uh, their article on the subject in tires, they were recommending these Hankooks, and I was very pleased with them. They're a BR-rated tire. They were easily 30 40% less than the Michelins, et cetera, et cetera, and BF Goodrich and whatnot. So I, I went with them, and uh, they've been very good tires. 
I think, by and large, car and driver seems to be relatively unbiased. But that's just my opinion. So Sure. Well, and some of those, too, yeah. when they're being tested on similar, you know, probably right. proper applications as well as, you know, they're being tested in the same water, you know, slick surfaces, things like that, that's probably a more educated review type thing, I guess, is what it would be. Right. And, and they look at wear. Yeah. They look at uh, tire wear, handling, et cetera. Yeah. You know, it's not like we really need BR-rated tires here. There's not a lot of places you're going to go 140 all day long. Right. But... Well, that's what the car calls for. Yeah, that's what they got to put on. That's so. right, mm-hmm. exactly. Anyway, on the motorcycle subject, I was doing my walkabout this morning, Chapel Hills, where they happen to have a motorcycle training academy, and I'm pretty stunned. I've been riding since I was 14, but every single day they got 25, 30 people that are new motorcycle riders that are getting certified for their motorcycle endorsement. Sure, and a surprising number of women, like uh, anywhere from 10 to 15 percent, have been on today. Oh yeah. But I, I decided quite some time ago that the risk-reward ratio was not there because of all the texting, weed-smoking weirdos mm-hmm. out there and having buried 13 of my friends mm-hmm. that have gotten hit on motorcycles, doing nothing wrong. But anyway, the, the question I was calling on is I've got an HVAC blower motor with an attitude, and it seems sometimes it'll work just fine, sometimes it won't. And I think it's probably as in most motors, like brushes, commutator, or both. I don't know if it's a brushes DC motor. But is there some way to troubleshoot that thing before digging in there? Because, as you know, it's fairly extensive to get into that thing and getting it. Yeah, the only thing you could do would be to hook up, you know, to see if you're getting power to it when it's not working would really be the only thing you could do. And there again, you have to get to it in order to see that. And as you know, they're buried way back in there. It's not a DIY project in the garage for me anyway, right? Because it's a lot of a lot of issue getting in there. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What kind of car is it on? It's an X3, mm-hmm. and it'll work sometimes. Doesn't matter whether it's heat or AC. Sometimes it just has that attitude and won't. Yeah, and you won't even notice it if you're at highway speed because you got enough ram air pressure coming through there. Sure. The only but, thing you uh, could I, might be able to do if it's not working is. When you, like you say, you can't even really get to it because sometimes you can, like with the engine running and the fan should be on, if it's not, tap on it, you know, reach something up in there and tap on it. If it starts working, then you know it's a bad motor. Tap on the, tap mo- on the motor or the control? On the motor, yeah. And typically the control is not going to be the issue. It would be the motor. Right. But, yeah, but I mean, you like you said, it's you got to get to it. Yeah, exactly. You either get to it. Either way, you got to okay. get to it. That's right. What would be your estimate on repair and replace in today's world on one of those little Hummers? I don't know. We don't work on any of the Europeans, so I'm not sure. I have no idea. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't even have okay. a labor labor time for that. So, yeah, hard to say. All right. Thank you, John. All, All right, right. Thanks. You bet, Steve. Bye-bye. Appreciate you very much. We'll be right back. Lines are open, by the way, 303-477-5600. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Hello, Drive Radio listeners. This is Chris Hammond with Ken's and Leslie distributing your local BG Products distributor. Back again this week with your BG Tech Tip. Someone asked me earlier this week if they really needed a diesel fuel additive for their new truck. The super simple answer is a resounding yes. But how should you know which one is right for your car, truck, or even tractor? 
Well, spend .69 seconds on Google and you will find over 1.3 million different diesel fuel additives. That's a lot. So, how in the world are you supposed to know which one is best? At BG Products, we break down diesel fuel additives to 10 main categories. These categories include fuel system cleaning, which means that the additive contains detergents that are effective in the removal of fuel system deposits while restoring the fuel economy and overall engine performance and will further improve the function of electronic sensors, catalytic converter, and other expensive fuel system hardware. Next, there is a pump lubricity agent provided in order to protect against the abrasive damage due to marginal fuel lubricating quality commonly present in ultra-low sulfur diesel fuel. Then there are fuel stabilizers to reduce fuel destabilization or breakdown and prolong fuel filter life, especially problematic in modern biofuels. Additionally, there are corrosion inhibitors, which reduce corrosion of the fuel system components and storage tanks by performing a protective film over the metal surface. Next, you need to look for a flow improver or a pore depressant, which will optimize fuel cold temperature performance and eliminate the need for expensive blends of number one and number two diesel fuel. Also, look for a cetane improver, which will improve the ease of cold starting and the overall fuel ignition quality. Some additives will include a de-icer, which will prevent entrained water from freezing. More advanced additives will include a high-pressure detergent to aid in preventing black fuel filter plugging and fuel injector deposits in high-pressure common rail systems. Lastly, some contain an emission system cleanup to help dissolve and remove hydrocarbon deposits, especially soot found in the DPF. Knowing all of this is difficult, even more problematic is very few diesel fuel products contain all of these elements. It is important to understand the diesel fuel additive that you select for your vehicle and ensure that it is the right product for the job. Thanks again, Drive Radio listeners. This is Chris Hammond with BG Products. We'll talk to you again next week. Never know how. how great is the free nationwide peace of mind warranty from your Napa Auto Care Center? 24-month, 24,000-mile protection. Great. Honored by more than 13,000 Napa Auto Care Centers nationwide? Great. Travel with confidence knowing that if you have a problem, help is just a toll-free call away. Oh, and did we mention that your Napa Auto Care Center's peace of mind warranty is free? Get this great warranty at your nearest Napa location. Napa know-how! Do you know that your windshield is getting more expensive to replace? Most vehicles have options that help keep the vehicles from avoiding accidents or even keep it in the traffic lane. These windshields require more than just a replacement of the glass. They also require a calibration of the computer system to make sure everything is operational to the specifications the manufacturer set when the vehicle was built. You can't trust the traveling glass replacement shop to do these necessary calibrations as they require special equipment and in most cases an indoor shop to perform the calibration. We have two Novus locations that can replace your windshield and also do these calibrations. Novus Fort Collins and Novus Sterling. Both are fully equipped with the latest technology to service your vehicle properly. Find either location by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured. But you're not alone. 
While Paul Lewinberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us. We are back. Don and Aurora, you're next. Go ahead, Don. Hey, how you guys? We're great, Still sir. Good, Don. Uh, so, this is the uh, strangest uh, occurrence of events that I think I've ever dealt with. And uh, I got a 2019 Ford Edge. Uh, it's a 3.0 liter. It's got uh, about 58,000 miles on it. And when it's cold, I think it's hanging up when it when it goes into high gear. It's not. I don't think it's an actual slip. But I think it's maybe just it's hanging. So it, you know, when you. So then, you, of course, you feel a loss of horsepower and all that stuff. But as it gets warm, it quits doing it. Um, here's that. So it's got 58,000 miles on it. I was told by Ford that it's still got the full 60,000-mile warranty on it. However, I can't find a Ford dealership in the city of Denver that has a technician to do trannies right now. I found, I mean, Phil Long told me they've got a three-month waiting period. Well, I'm going to be over 60,000 miles before that. What year is it, Don? Um, you know. It's a 2019. Okay, yeah, so, okay. And, and I, it's like, what do I do? Because I can't believe that there are all these dealerships that are saying they don't have an auto tech to do trannies. It's like, really? <laughs> um, you know, and I'm getting it from more than one dealership. So what is it, what, do, what does a guy got to do in this case? Because, uh, you know, I mean, I can't just take it to any tranny shop. They, can't, right. they won't do no. the full warranty. True. Right. So what do you do? Because I don't want it to, uh, look, I used to rebuild trannies, and you know what? When they when they don't ever fix themselves, you know. Right, exactly. Um, they just get they, worse. Yeah, they just get worse, and I don't want it to get worse. But I don't know what to do. You guys got any suggestions? You know, I would think if you, well, I mean, you'll have to. Did you buy it from a dealer, a local dealer, or? Well, I bought it from Carmax. Oh, okay. So, well, I mean, since a dealer has to fix that, I mean, I would probably try to get an appointment you know just before that get at least get it checked out and see what's going on i mean i don't know if that's going to work or not since you're going to be over the mileage but if if it's you know documented or whatever i mean I, yeah i don't know what your best bet is I'm, doesn't it seem odd that there aren't tranny technicians around at these four dealerships well, no, I mean, not there's really. Not enough, there's not enough no, in the industry. Period is the problem. Yeah, in a lot yeah. of in a lot of uh, 
dealers aren't going to like me saying this, but a lot of dealer techs have left that world and gone over to the independent side, Don, because they can, oh, frankly, yeah. make they more get, money on the independent side. They've, they've got more money, yep. more flexibility. They're not having to work Saturdays, which a lot of the dealers have yep. forced these guys into doing now. Yep. Um, yep. They're not working on a bunch of warranty stuff, which degrades their pay. I mean, on down the line they go. They're just losing I, them. Yeah, I get it. I yeah. I was a tranny rebuilder way back so you know. for Romero Ford, and I found, you know, I, I knew, you know. Yeah, and, and and it's and it's exacerbated now from when you were doing it. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, hell yes, it is. Well, first off, the trannies are totally different. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I mean, the trannies are so much different now. I I don't think I I don't think I know what the inside of one of these <laughs> new ones looks like. You know, it's <laughs> funny. They're not internally. Believe it or not, internally, they're not much different than what you used to do. I mean, there's some differences, but it's just more of all of the electronics that are controlling what's going on valve body-wise and so on than what you were doing. But other than that, the actual internals, the servos, the plates, the clutches, the drums, all of that, not a a lot of difference there, Don. More of them. Still planetary gear? Yep, yep, still that. that. I mean, the internals of it, other than just being more of them stacked on top of one another for the different gears, that's the only difference, really. Yeah, because yeah. I, I kind of think, just my feeling is that there's a clutch pack hanging when it's cold. Could be. It's, it's just my, now, I, you know, because I don't know, and it could be a valve body issue where you've got a valve that's that's sticking when it's cold, I, I suppose. The other, the other thing about it, too, that I would also ask the dealer is, has it had all of its software updates done since 2019? If not, Ooh. I would start there. Ooh. Yeah. Oh. And yeah, that I they can do without that. a transmission guy being there. Yeah, right. God, I hadn't even thought about that. So, yeah, I hadn't even thought about that. So when okay. you talked to the dealer, did you, I mean, you kind of told them what was going on. Did they say oh, to yeah. bring it in? What did they say? They, him and Han. Now, I did talk to finally a guy at Phil Long. We said, we think if you come in and we write up a ticket and we can't get to it for three months, right. we would still have to he honor is cor- the warrant. He is correct that's in that. What I, that's kind of where I was going yeah, with he that. He is correct. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and yeah. I would at least have them do a software update at the same yeah, time. Or, yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. Take it in for not necessarily a transmission problem, but a drivability issue Correct. when cold. Correct. So if yeah. you if you yeah. just state that and they find that yeah. or whatever, then... That's yeah. what yeah. I would do. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. I, it's just like, wow. I, I was stunned to find out how little technician... I mean, it may, what you guys say makes sense. I get it. I mean, because yeah. I, I left... I left Amira Ford and went to work for a private guy and made double the money. There you, you know? go. The yeah. same is happening and I, today. And I yep. didn't. And I didn't feel like I had to cheat the customer on some things. We'll just leave it at that. Yep. No, I hear you. Amira no, you're Ford. exactly right. I hear you. Yep. yep. So you know they they were doing some things that weren't good. So, yep. Um, but you know, all right. Well, gosh, I guess that's what I'll have to do because. There ain't no good tranny shop that's going to be able to honor that warrant. No, right? no, I mean that just zero. The way it works, right? right. Zero. Yeah, exactly. No, no you know that. You know that end of it very well. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I do. I they, do. It's a damn only... shame because there's some really good tranny shops. That sure. Yeah. Just can't do it under warranty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ford yeah. has to cover yeah. that. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. I know, and I don't want to pay the charge. I don't want to pay the cost. And <laughs> don't blame you. Cost. Yeah. Right. I don't blame you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. These trannies ain't cheap, man. Nope. They nope. just ain't cheap. Nope. And if they'd, have stu- if they'd have put Allison's in there, we wouldn't have this problem. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. Sorry, I shouldn't have made no, that. No, you're fine. No, I hear you. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. All right, Don. Take See care. You. Appreciate you very much. Soren, I'll squeeze you in before the break. Go ahead, Soren. Oh, well, my, question of the day, or my answer to the question of the day is uh, Hummer EV. 
that would be yours, the Hummer EV. Uh, I priced yeah. one of those out this morning, by the way. There is actually one of them in our area, but they want $60,000 over list price. 60 over what's 60K those like over 100 list. 180. 100. Wow. 180. That's crazy. Yep. Yeah. But a good choice. Man, they're they're expensive. <laughs> yeah. And they'll probably get it too. That's scary. And they also take a long time to charge. Uh they take a very long time to charge cuz the battery is enormous. Yeah. On a regular uh charger uh, TSL truck did a video on it on a regular house outlet. It took them a week and a half. To oh start. yeah, it's it's endless yeah. because you just don't have enough capacity there. Right, it's endless. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, even even the. Go ahead. They're pretty cool pickups. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, I would I would love to have one, but I'm not paying 180 grand for one. Yeah. Sorry, just not doing the, that. The features that they have and they're yeah they're really cool. Yeah, definitely. Crab walk and. Yeah, yeah, they're cool. All, all the stuff you need. No, and they're the, cool. And just going to work and back. Yeah, they're That's cool. <laughs> What's really cool is that we have one of them right in our area, and every and it, they go to work in it every day. So you see it every That's day cool. driving by our house. That's wow. cool. Yeah, there's not too many of them around. They've not, as you know, they haven't sold. They're very not many. super popular. Yeah, they yeah. have not sold. They can't produce enough. Yeah, right. And the yeah. the 180, and this is what's shocking. The 180 is probably not a bad buy because if you keep it long enough, you'll get all you, you'll probably get all that back and then some. So because they can't produce enough, right? But I just can't. I won't do that. Yeah, I won't pay 60k over over list price. Not going to do it. Right. Yeah. Well, maybe 60k under list. Right? <laughs> not over. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. Soren, as always, appreciate okay. it. we got to run to break. Uh, Ken, give your number out really quick. Somebody called in asking what your phone number is, so give that out yeah. if you would. My number is Toon Tech Automotive, 303-364-3391. And we'll be right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Are you ready to revolutionize your ride? Look no further than Legacy Automotive, your one-stop destination for all your automotive needs. We're here to take your driving experience to the next level, whether you're an eco-warrior or a diesel enthusiast. Are you the proud owner of an electric vehicle or hybrid? Legacy Automotive is your go-to expert for top-notch EV and hybrid service. Our team of certified technicians is well-versed in the intricacies of these cutting-edge vehicles. But that's not all. Legacy Automotive offers a range of services for all types of vehicles, from oil changes to brake repairs, tire rotations to trans transmission maintenance, we're here to ensure your ride performs at its peak. Our state-of-the-art facility is equipped with the latest diagnostic tools so you can trust our experts to accurately diagnose and fix any issue. And did we mention our commitment to customer satisfaction? At Legacy Automotive, we pride ourselves on delivering a five-star experience. From the moment you step through our doors, our friendly staff will greet you with a smile and provide personalized attention. We believe in transparency and integrity, so you'll always know what services you need and why. Your satisfaction is our driving force. So why wait? Experience the Legacy Automotive difference today. Just go to LegacyAutoBoulder.com to book an appointment. Whether you're an EV enthusiast, a hybrid aficionado, or a diesel devotee, we're here to keep you on the road with confidence. Legacy Automotive, where expertise meets excellence. Most oil changes are the same. Old oil out, new filter, new oil in. It's a routine, a chore on the to-do list. What if your oil change wasn't the same as the rest? What if it was life-changing? BG. A BG oil change can change your life because it comes with free lifetime protection for your engine and fuel system, which means a lifetime of peace of mind for you. Find a shop near you at BGFindAShop.com. 
That's bgfindashop.com. BG. Never know how. You need to count on your vehicle several times each day. That's why Napa Auto Care Centers count on nothing less than the knowledge and skills of ASE certified technicians to maintain and repair your vehicle. Napa Auto Care Center technicians study and pass rigorous testing to stay trained on today's vehicle technology for both domestic and import vehicles. To give you confidence in a job done right, on time, the first time. Visit your Napa Auto Care Center today. Find a location at NapaOnline.com. Napa Have you ever thought about owning a classic car, hot rod, older truck, or an out-of-the-norm vehicle? Worldwide Vintage Autos is the place to go for all your vintage car and truck needs. With over 80,000 square feet of indoor showroom and warehouse space, they make the shopping experience easy. Every vehicle they sell is checked out by their own staff and is verified as a roadworthy vehicle, and this includes consignment vehicles. When you buy a vehicle from Worldwide, it's a vehicle you can safely drive home. They sell over 1,200 vehicles a year, and most of their inventory comes from people like you and me. If you want to eliminate the hassle of selling your vintage or unique vehicle, give them a call today. By the way, sign up today for the VIP list. They'll give you updates on all their new inventory that the general public doesn't see yet, and it's at a discounted price. Worldwide Vintage Autos. Don't let the name fool you. They sell worldwide, but their showroom is right here in Denver. Find them today at WorldwideVintageAutos.com or call 877-378-4679, and make sure you tell them John Rush from Drive Radio sent you. Are you tired of those unsightly sunken concrete areas around your property? Look no further than Raise Tech Concrete Leveling. Proudly serving the Colorado and surrounding communities, we understand the unique challenges posed by clay-rich soils. Does your garage or basement floor show signs of settling? Even those finished basements can experience issues, but don't worry. Our solution can save you both time and money compared to costly replacements. Introducing our revolutionary high-density polyurethane foam injection. We use a DOT-approved formula that's trusted on highways, ensuring top-tier quality for your project. While we can't fix structural issues, we can tackle a wide range of sunken concrete problems. And here's the best part. Our process is quick and hassle-free. Our expert team offers free inspections, taking just about 15 minutes of your time. One great thing is you don't even have to be home for the inspection. We want to ensure your complete satisfaction. Ready to take the first step toward a more even, safe, and beautiful property? Call Chadwick Gardner today at 970-682-5129. That's 970-682-5129. Race Tech Concrete Leveling. Lifting your concrete, lifting your spirits. Don't settle for sunken concrete any longer. Call us now at 970-682-5129. All right, we're back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Lines are full. As soon as somebody drops off, we'll get you right in. Larry's got one coming in right now that we're going to screen out, and we'll get you right on as well. In the meantime, Perry in Aurora, you're next. Go ahead, Perry. Hey, how are you guys doing? We're great. Hey, good, Perry. How about yourself? Oh, I'm doing great. Uh, yeah, I had a couple of things. Let me uh, first throw out the EV thing before I forget. Sure. Um, yeah, you know, uh, I wouldn't necessarily buy them, but if you want to give me... Um, Give me a Tesla Cybertruck. <laughs> oh, Cybertruck. Oh, that's a good choice. And I got one you probably haven't heard of. It's ugly, but it's kind of cool, too. It's the Aptera, A-P-T-E-R-R-A.com. Uh, cool little vehicle. Hmm. I'm not familiar with it. I'm looking it up as we speak. I am not huh, looking it up. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm not. Uh, interesting. Yeah, okay. Kind of yeah. cool looking. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with that one. Yeah, I think it's it's got 
a three motor. Yeah, I was going to say. Three wheel vehicle. Yeah, three wheel. Yeah, it's kind of sharp looking. Yeah, it's got a solar, solar yeah. panel roof yeah. to help with charging. I see that. And it has a, I think for, I think you can get it. I don't know if they're actually uh, producing them or not yet. Not but yet. You can just put an order in is all right now that I see. Okay. Well, yeah, they're headquartered out of California. Only 564 spots left, it says, Perry, so you better get your name on the list. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd want the top model. Uh, it's got a, they claim a 1,000-mile range. I see um, that. Huh. Kind of yeah, cool looking, actually. Talk about yeah, an attention a, grabber. It, it, is, it is futuristic looking, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah, it's got a .23 coefficient drive. I see that. Wow. It almost um, looks like it could fly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, pretty cool, actually. Thanks. I didn't know about these. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I think it. Well, I think they're aiming to bring the top model under fifty thousand. Not bad. Huh. Yeah, I mean, but uh, it's kind of like an enclosed it, motorcycle in a way. Right. It, it, in fact, in fact, it it, uh, it it falls under the classification of motorcycle. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. All right. There so, you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay. And so, uh, but the second thing I wanted to. Uh, Thank you, Ken. Uh, I'm gonna give. I got a new nickname for you. Ken fixed it again. There we go. <laughs> Thanks, Perry. Yeah. Well, glad yeah, we could get you rolling. In, yeah, I, I called in Wednesday. Uh, the truck release on my uh, Lexus uh, wasn't working, so I called Ken and I asked him, you know, could it be a fuse? And he said could be. And so the problem is the uh, owner's manual's in the trunk, and I can't get to it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a little bit of a problem. And then Ken suggested to go on YouTube, and I did a search. And one minute, thirteen seconds into the video, uh, yeah, the valley button on the in the glove box was was pushed in. Yeah, and uh, all they had to do is uh, release it, and it worked again. Good deal. Well, at least it was yeah. nothing major. That's good. No, uh, it, was a, it was a quick uh, free fix. So, yeah, can fix it again or can save my bacon again. There we go. <laughs> well, thanks, Perry. Appreciate that. Okay. All right. Well, let's go then. You bet, right. Perry. Thanks. thanks. No, appreciate you very much. Have a great rest of your day. Uh, Mark, you're up next. Go ahead, Mark. Oh, hey. Uh, the last guy kind of stole my thunder, so uh, I was going to make a comment about, uh, you know, you were asking the question on uh, a type of electric car. If I could buy anything, what would it be? And I was going to say the Aptera, which is uh, aptera.us is the website. Right. But I believe they've been in development of this particular vehicle for quite some time. I believe it was called the uh, Elio uh, years I think ago. you're right now that you say that, Mark. I believe you're correct. I think it was based off of like a tiny, tiny gas-powered motor that was supposed to get like 80 or 90 miles to the gallon. And then I think they went bankrupt or something. They ran out of funding, hmm. but they came back with a similar design. And I've been following this company for a very long time. Uh, with the Aptera, you know, they say that they're going to be trying to get into production by 2024 for sure. But um, it's supposed to go now, I think, all electric propulsion with solar panels basically being your, your power source. So you never even have to plug it in. You don't even have to go to a gas station or anything. It's pretty, that's pretty slick. pretty amazing. Yeah, that's so, pretty slick. Uh, we'll see what the future holds with all these battery manufacturing plants coming online. But that, that other guy kind of stole my thunder, so I was like, <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> well, you elaborated more on that. Yeah, you too, did. No, so, I learned more yeah. again. 
And yeah, well, and if you I wanted to call in, you guys were talking about uh, oil filters. Yes. And I, I don't know about anybody else, but when I bought a vehicle, even starting from high school, I would go to Napa. You know, I think it was like January, or February when they had these uh, sales, and buy a twelve pack. I think they were called an MP pack. Yeah. And that, they didn't have all the cardboard and anything. It was just like a, mm-hmm. a filter in a plastic. Master packs. Wrap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's and what they're called. It was yeah. a yeah. lot less cost. And then I just had a stack of filters for the lifetime of basically the vehicle sure. at the time. You know, I didn't I didn't always uh, keep my vehicles if I didn't wreck them when I was 17. You know? <laughs> <laughs> all right. But uh, anyway, so, I mean, that's just the suggestion that people might think about, you know, a yearly type of top up on filter. Maybe maybe just the uh, oil filter, not like air filter or anything else. But that's a good uh, idea. Fuel, if, if you if mm-hmm. you've got a, a system that requires a, a, some type of fuel system filter. But anyway, that was that was all I had for you guys. No. Awesome. Yeah, good stuff, Mark. No, good appreciate idea. you as always. Right. Thank you for that. Well, I've got less than a minute left. So, guys, let's do this. David and Conifer, you got a question. Terry and Arvad, I know you do as well. Let's do this. We'll get to a break just a tad early here. We'll come back. Have plenty of time in the last hour to take care of all of you guys. Ken, one more time, what's your phone number so folks can get a hold of you? Yeah, it's 303-364-3391. And, again, any questions you've got, you can text us as well, 307 307- 200-8222. Again, 307-200-8222. We'll be right back. David, Terry, hang tight. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.